the voice of praise. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, you're worthy. You're worthy. You're worthy. Thank you, Jesus. Well, God's good to us. Appreciate our choir praise team tonight. Appreciate you being in the house of the Lord. Thankful I get to be preached to tonight. I appreciate Brother Larry Phillips. Is a, he is my friend. Him and his wife are two of the most precious people in the world to me. And uh, they have, whether they realize it or not, it would, they have helped shape me and make me who I am. Somebody said something to me on Sunday, and I said, I'm just a byproduct of men like him. I said, that preached to me and prayed for me and gave me advice and encouraged me along the way and I thank God for him. I thank God for him. Brother Larry, come preach to us tonight. Let's give him a hand as he comes tonight. Appreciate him so much. Praise the Lord, everybody. And don't we love our pastor and his precious wife? Hallelujah. The best. Praise God. God is so good. You may be seated right now. Pull something out of my uh, stuff, I call it, preaching stuff. Maybe. <laughs> See if I can find it here. I had it right here on the front here. What do I do with it? Oh, yeah. Uh, said, this church had a no excuse Sunday. Y'all listening? No excuse Sunday. He said, to make it possible for everyone to attend this Sunday, our church is going to have a no excuse Sunday. Cots and hammocks will be placed in the aisle for those who say, Sunday is my only day to sleep in. <laughs> Eye drops and extra coffee will be provided for those with tired eyes from watching TV or partying late Saturday night. <laughs> Daycare will be provided, as always, for those who find it difficult to worship while the kids are running rump all around the church. <laughs> there will be a special section with padded recliners, recliner chairs, for those who feel that our pews are too hard. <laughs> Doctors and nurses will be in attendance for those who feel ill, feel sick. We will have steel hard hats, and fire-retardant suits available for those who say the roof would cave in if I ever came to church. <laughs> All right. One section would be decorated with trees and grass for those who uh, like to seek God in nature. They're called nature lovers. Okay? <laughs> Scorecards and pens would be provided for those who wish to list the hypocrites present. <laughs> so, this all right, brother? <laughs> all right. Let me go ahead and finish a couple, three more here. Blankets will be furnished for those who say the church is too cold and portable fans for those who say it's too hot. Our worship team will play a variety of musical songs for those who feel that the hymns are too dull or that the contemporary service is too contemporary or not contemporary enough. 
And finally, the sanctuary will be decorated with both Christmas wreaths and Easter lilies for those who have never seen the church without them. <laughs> All right, let me get through my foolishness up here tonight. <laughs> I want to say, Pastor, thank you so much uh, for this opportunity tonight to speak where you speak. And after that message Sunday, I was thinking, oh, Lord, I got to follow him Wednesday night. Did a great job Sunday, didn't you, church? Yes. Great job. Sure did. All righty. Let me get my stuff together here. While you're turning to the book of Revelation, Revelation chapter 2. Revelation chapter 2, and let me begin reading if I can, or just read if I can, verse 25 first. Revelation chapter 2 and verse 25. But that which thou have, you have already, hold fast till I come. Let me read that one again. But that which you have already, hold fast till I come. Everybody say, hold fast. Then Revelation 3 and verse 11. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. I want to speak tonight, and this is kind of a situation here that um, the title of this message is going to be a little bit lengthy, but let me just kind of give it to you. I want to speak tonight on hold on. Everybody say hold on. Everybody say, hold fast. Everybody say, hold tight with all your might. Amen. That's what it's all about tonight. Praise God. Thank God for the reading of his word. Amen. Just let me say tonight in the beginning, and I speak to all tonight. And first of all, Brother Jake, thank you for bringing the youth in here this service tonight. Thank you for that. Appreciate it so very much. But let me just say, if you have, you have lived long enough, or if you live long enough, chances are that you are going to face some storm. Anybody ever faced a storm before? Raise your hand. All of us have had storms in our life, I promise you. But nobody can live a life free of pain, trouble, stress, problems, and conflict. Why? Everybody say, why? Because Jesus said, in this world, you're going to have tribulation. But, he said, be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. Thank God he did, and because he did, we can overcome too. Praise God. Yes, we can. Amen. And that word overcome is mentioned seven times in the book of Revelation, chapter 2 and verse 3. He that overcometh, he that overcometh, he that overcometh. So we've got some overcoming to do. Even though we live victorious lives, we still got to overcome some things in our own personal lives. The Bible says in Psalms 34 and verse 19, many are the afflictions of the righteous. Amen. But the Lord delivers us out of them all. Now, it seemed to me that too often I focus on this part. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. And I totally ignore the part that says the Lord delivers. Isn't it amazing? Amen. Just forget about how God delivers. Now, I'm focusing on, you know, the, the problems. We need to quit focusing on the problem and think about the promise. Amen. Let me tell you something. The day we live in, all of us are, are affected. Everybody say Stress. I don't care who you are, you've had some stress in your life, or you will have some stress in your life. 
Amen. Because stress is a product of time. Young and old alike are affected by it. If you don't believe it, if you don't believe we live in a time of stress, let me tell you something. Just look on the shelves of CVS. Amen. Rite Aid. Amen. Walgreens. Walmart. And convenience stores are loaded with anti-acids. Amen. Pain relievers. Amen. Tylenol and all kinds of sleep aids and daytime aids. And, and the list goes on and on and on to help us cope with our daily lives. Think about that now. Amen. Sometimes life seems to cave in on you and me too. And you don't need reasons why life is caving in on you. You don't need reasons. You need comfort. You need somebody. And I'm here to tell you tonight that somebody is none other than Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He's the one to give you comfort. Praise God. If you're in problems and trouble, amen, look to him. Amen. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'll be with you even to the end of the world. Doesn't matter what you're going through. Jesus said, I'm going to be there for you. Praise God. Yes, he is. He will be there for us. Amen. He will never, 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 amen, let us go. Praise God. He's such a great and wonderful God. Amen. You know, let me tell you a little story tonight if I can. And if I've told this story before, then just kind of go, okay, and listen to it again. That all right? My wife says I'm a big story. I don't mean I tell stories on that other end, but I mean things, you know, little little stories. Okay, little stories. All right, let me see if I can get this thing. Okay. Some years ago on a hot afternoon in Florida, a little boy decided to go swimming. And, of course, back of his house, there were canals like they are in most of uh, Florida towns, like they have little canals and everything. Back of his house right there, but... Uh, it was just his favorite little swimming hole that he wanted to goof in. So in a hurry to dive into the cool waters, he ran out of the back door, pulling off his shirt, pulling off his shoes, his socks, and everything. And so he just dove, he, he, so he dove in, not realizing that as he swam toward the middle of the lake, an alligator was swimming toward him. Now just get that picture in your mind. He just dove in, swimming toward the middle of the lake, but while he was doing it, here comes an alligator sliding out, heading right toward him. Everybody say right toward him. Right toward him. Okay, let me go on if I can, please. Amen. His mother, looking on out the window, saw the tragedy that was kind of unfolding, about to happen. So she ran toward the lake, yelling and hollering as loud as she could to her son. The little boy heard her voice and made a U-turn back toward the dock. But it was too late. The alligator grabbed the little boy's legs, but as he was re- as the little boy was reaching out for his mother, the mother grabbed her son's arms, and an incredible tug of war, amen, started. The alligator was much too strong for the mother, but the mother was much too passionate to let go of her son. A farmer just happened to be driving by, and he noticed the, uh, what was happening there. And so he heard the screams of the mother and saw the horror that was fixing to take place. So he took his rifle out and he shot the alligator. Later that week, a newspaper reporter came to the little boy's home and wanted to interview the little boy about what had happened. And the little boy lifted his pants legs and showed uh, the reporter his scars on his legs where the alligator had grabbed a hold and 
dug into his little legs and everything. But then he said, sir, said, you've got to see my arms, too. The reporter looked on his legs, but the little boy said, you've got to see my arms, too. And on his arms were deep imprints of fingernails where his mother had dug in uh, that little boy's arms in order to save the son that she loved so much. The little boy told the mother, told the reporter, excuse me, he said, he said, I've got great scars on my arms because my mom would not let go of me. Turn around and say, not let go of me. You're going to hear some more about that, okay? Not let go of me. So this is the message tonight. Don't let go, friend. Hold on to what you've got in God. I said, hold on to what you've got in God. Hold tight. Hold fast, amen. With all your might, hang on to Jesus. I'm telling you, we better hold fast, hold on, hold tight with everything that's within you because Jesus Christ is coming. He's going to come in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. Dear God, I've got to be ready. I don't know about you. Praise God. Turn to somebody and say, hold on. Hold tight. Amen. Hold fast. Amen. Hold tight with all your might. Praise God. Let me go on if I can, please. Thank you, Jesus. All righty. So we find here that the little boy, amen, said, it's my mom. She refused to turn me loose. And I'm saying tonight, don't, don't lose, don't turn loose, amen, of your values that you have in your life. Don't turn loose of your church. Come on, don't turn loose of your church. Don't turn loose of your love for this man of God and his precious wife. Don't, don't turn them loose. Don't turn me loose. I want to be loved too. How about you? Somebody want to be loved? Raise your hand. Let me go on if I can, please. Got some more stuff here later on. Who was that guy who used to do the news? He said, now page three. <laughs> Let me go on if I can, please. I had... I was writing this morning. I'm not for sure I can read my own writing now. My dad left me with boxes of sermon notes this high. I'm talking about after all those many years of his preaching, he wanted me to have his sermon notes. Well, that was great, but I couldn't read them. I thought, Daddy, why didn't you just type them out or something? He had one type sermon out, one. The rest of them I just looked at and thought, hmm. So anyway, everybody say anyway. Amen. Hold on. Amen. Hold on. You've got to hold on. And remember this. Let's look at that story like this right here if I can. Uh, the alligator is the devil. Put him as the devil. The little boy is me or you. And the mother would be Jesus who refuses to let go of you. And you know what? I don't know about you, but in 50, almost 52 years of living with God, I have not always been perfect. I've made some mistakes, and so have you too. We've all made mistakes. We've all come short. Uh, the glory of God will come short. But aren't we glad we've got a God that we can go to and kneel in prayer? Amen. Hallelujah. And He will forgive. Come on, here. Everybody say, He will forgive. You better hope He forgives. Amen. Amen. He forgives. Praise God. He forgives our sins. And our shortcomings. Thank God for that. I'm telling you, don't let go of your love for your husband. Wives, love your husbands. Husbands, love your wives. 
Amen. Don't let go of the love for your children. You love your children. I say love my child. Come on, you need to love your children. Amen. Love your, don't turn loose of your convictions that you've got. If you think it's wrong to go to Walmart, don't go to Walmart. I like to say who you are, though. <laughs> That'd be a biggie, wouldn't it, brother? Preach on that one. Good. <laughs> All right, somebody's praying for me, I know. Somebody said, this man never gets down to the real message. We're going we're gonna to be shocked and surprised here, but you will be. Just, just hang on. Everybody say, hang on. hang on. Hang on. Amen. Let me tell you something, if I can, tonight. The closer that you get to God, the bigger God becomes. And I found that to be in many years of living with the Lord. The closer I can get to God, the bigger God becomes to me. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful. For that. But don't let, don't let go. Even if it seems that you're fighting all alone, don't let go. Everybody say, don't let go. Let me tell you something. We can live for 40 days without food. Eight days without water. Four minutes without air. But only a few seconds without hope. You're not going to live long without hope. Let me read if I can, if you'll get it for me. In 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 1 through 6. The big print would be better. My, my glasses are doing tonight. I thought I cleaned them up good. Must be my eyes. Okay. 1 Samuel chapter 31 through 6. And it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south in Ziklag and smitten Ziklag and burned it with fire. And had taken the women captives that were therein. They slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burned with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives were taken captive, Ahinoam, the Jezreelitess, and Abigail, the wife of Nabal, the Carmelite. Verse 6. David was greatly distressed for the people spake of stoning him because the soul of all the people were grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. And that's one right there that you need to remember right there. When you're down out, you can encourage yourself. Yes, pastor would be glad too. Pastor's wife would be glad too. But sometimes maybe you can't get a hold of them. But you can encourage yourself in the Lord. Speak to yourself and say, I know God loves me. I know He cares for me. I know He died for me on Calvary's cross. I know He suffered, but He loves me. He loves me. He loves me. Praise God. He loves me. Hallelujah. It was a low point in David's life. Both of us, you mean David had the low point? Sure he did. You mean David the giant killer? Yep. You mean David the sweet psalmist of Israel had a low point? Yep. Sure did. David, a man after God's own heart? Yep, sure enough. But David never threw in the towel. He held on. The Bible says he encouraged himself in the Lord his God. Listen to me, please, if you will. Be encouraged in the Lord. Amen. Be encouraged in the Lord. God never panics. I don't care what kind of problem you've got. God never panics. 
Amen. There's nothing that his eyes are going to escape. The eyes of the Lord are going to and fro, beholding all the good and the evil. God is not sleeping. Everybody say, God's not sleeping. Amen. He's not too busy. Amen. God's not too busy. and He's not sweating the outcome of all that you're going through. He is not going to let you go. Hold on. Everybody say, hold on. Everybody say, hold fast. Everybody say, hold tight with all your might. Hallelujah. Because the devil would do anything he can to get you out of this church. He'll do anything. If he can cause your best friend to say something maybe you didn't understand. Next thing you know, you took it all wrong. And next thing you know, you know, you're not speaking in church. Be like those two ladies I told you about one time in church. They were mad at each other. One sat over there and one sat over here. Remember that sister thing? And, and this one over here, there was a I think tongues, interpretation of tongues, and she just kind of took it up and she said, Yea, yea, thus saith the Lord, thou thinkest thou art a humdinger, but thou art not a humdinger. <laughs> Brother Ed, I'm going to quit my foolishness in a minute, okay? <laughs> but that's the truth. People get mad. People get upset with each other and everything. Hallelujah. God is such a great big God. He is such a wonderful, wonderful Savior. He is never going to let us go. I don't care what your circumstances are. God is greater than your circumstances. I don't care about your failures. God is greater than your failures. Hallelujah. He is greater than your failures. In the book of Isaiah chapter 43, Isaiah chapter 43, verse 1 through 4, a beautiful scripture verse I want to read here. Several scripture verses that go along kind of what I'm talking about tonight about holding on. Isaiah 43, verse 1 through 4. four. But now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not. Everybody say, fear not. For I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. That's what God is telling you today. I know your name. You are mine. Hallelujah. You are mine. Praise God. Verse 2. When you pass through the waters, I will be with thee. And though the, through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Woo, hallelujah. For I am the Lord thy God. Come on, I am the Lord thy God. Say it like this. I am the Lord thy God that loves me. He is my God. I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. He's my Savior. I gave Egypt for thy ransom and Ethiopia and Seba for thee. Look what God has done. Amen. Since thou was precious in my sight. Everybody say precious. You're precious. You might not think you're precious, but God thinks you're precious. I said God thinks you're precious. Praise God. Since you're precious in my sight, thou hast been honorable. And I have loved thee, therefore will I give men for thee, and people for thy life, O God. Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 31. Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 31. Coming up here on the screen. Isaiah 40 verse 31. Praise God. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. Praise God. They shall walk and not faint. Everybody say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm glad that God cares about me tonight. Amen. Now let's read another scripture verse if we might. 
Let's read, if we can, Psalms 34, verse 19. Psalms 34 and verse 19. Everybody say, praise the Lord. Everybody say, keep going on. Don't stop. Don't faint. Amen. Hold fast. Hold tight with all your might. Amen. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. Isn't that a great promise right there? Isn't that a great promise? How about one more? 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 1 through 6. 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 1 through 6. Praise God. And it came to pass when David has been come to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south. I think I've already read that one, did I not? My forgetter is getting better all the time. Don't you worry. I'm probably the oldest person in this building. And if you live long enough, don't you men laugh at me. One day you'll be saying, honey, honey, do you know where my shirts are? That's right. I better behave, honey. Uh-oh, Sister Phillips is now smiling. <laughs> She's shaking her head. Does that mean it's going to be a long ride home back to Loganville? Everybody say, hold on, though. Everybody say, hold fast. If you get a hold of something good, wouldn't you want to hold fast to it? Wouldn't you want to hold on to it? I'm talking about the Holy Ghost tonight. Hold on to it. Hold fast to the Spirit of God. Hold tight with all of your might. Don't let it go. Don't let it slip away. Don't let it linger away. Don't let it wander off. You've got the best thing that heaven can give you, and that's the baptism of the Holy Ghost of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I know and I've learned something over the years that the message can be eternal without being everlasting. I think I've told you, Brother Ed, you remember my dad preaching, Sister Candy. Now, my dad, when he preached, you had to bring a sack lunch with you. (laughs) So he could preach. I mean, time was, you know, Eternity, just he just preached and 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 preached. I had preached in West Virginia for many, many times, and Brother Johnny Hurley's church and several more churches, Brother Gary Johnson, different ones. But I found out something. I thought they really liked me a lot. I thought, boy, they liked me good. So me and my dad, Brother Hurley, invited us up to preach. A revival together. And I was going to preach one night. He would preach one night. Didn't take me long to realize something. He preached. People shouted. Run all over the building. I preached. Amen. 
They love dad so much. I'll tell you what. But it's not always the message. It's the man that brings the message. Can I get amen there? I don't care how great somebody can be an orator, a preacher, what have you. They don't live for God. It ain't worth a nickel. Not worth a nickel. Amen. And somebody may be poor. Maybe have a, a, don't have a vocabulary. Don't know about all the this, that, and other in the English language. But they've got the anointing of God in their life. Everybody say, the anointing of God. Come on, the anointing of God. I, I, want, I got to have the anointing of God. I can't do this on my own. I will fail. Brother Jake, I will fail surely. Amen. If I try to do it on my own, I will absolutely be a total failure. But with God. But with God. I said, but with God. Everybody say, but with God. But with God, I can do what? What's that? Oh, I didn't hear it again. All things. Wow. You are this, aren't you? We're so glad to have you tonight. You need to come back. Okay. <laughs> then you'll really say, You had a man preach one time. You heard somebody good. I'm just an old timer in here. Beth, you love me, though, don't you? Beth loves me. Praise God. The reason I, this is my message time tonight, not, you know, going on, holding on, hold fast, and hold tight. With all your might. Because this day that we live in, the devil would do anything he can to trip you up and take you out of the church. He'll do anything he can. And I, I believe this, I, just as surely as the early church had, they went through some things that uh, Sister Phillips and I were talking about that today. Uh, breakfast table that it was, or somewhere during the day, and kept talking. The early church. They, those people suffered. Read the Hebrews 11th chapter. They suffered greatly. And even back long before there, people in the first of the, uh, say, 1900s, and when the, when the church really was getting going and the Holy Ghost was poured out with such a great, a great wave of God, you know, they were persecuted for it, for what they believed. And people would come by and didn't like it. They'd have rotten tomatoes and throw in the midst of a camp meeting. Anything they could do to disrupt the message of truth. And I'm so thankful to God that I was brought up in a home, Brother Elijah, that knew the truth of God's word. Amen, the truth. Hallelujah. So thankful my dad set an example before me. This is a message for all you dads. You need to set the example before your children, your sons. Let them see you pray. Let them hear you pray. Is that all right, everybody? Yeah. See you pray and let them hear you pray. You're setting an example for them. Now, I know I'm repeating myself on this. I went many times down below the hog pen, pig pen, whatever you want to call it. And I'd see my dad down about from here to the drum set behind the pig pen praying. I, I told you this before, too circle all the way around and I would hear him praying for me calling my name 
to the Lord. God, please don't let Larry be lost. Oh, God, sir, God, move on him, Lord. Stir his heart. Lord, God, stir him up, Lord. And don't, don't let him, Lord, don't let him be lost. And he's keep on, Lord, don't, don't, God, don't, don't, don't let him be lost. I never got away from that. Never got away from those words, Lord, don't let Larry be lost. And then when I was 14 years of age, this is an old story too, about the motorcycle wreck, 30 feet in the air, end over end, me and the motorcycle going backwards up this way, 30 feet in the air, what the man said that saw it. But everything I'd ever done wrong came before me while I was somewhere by the head up there. Everything I'd said wrong, every lie I'd ever told, everything I'd ever stolen, what happened? Came before me. Boom, 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 boom. And then the next moment, bang, the crash. When that lady stopped that car, she was a lady driving, my head was one foot from her right front wheel. Just another foot, and she would have crushed my head. Aren't you glad we've got a God that cares? A God that can see in the future. God saw all beyond, brother. He saw beyond our wild teenage years. He saw beyond that. And he said, I've got to work for that man to do. I've got to work for that man to do right there. And some of you are sitting on these pews right now. God's got to work he wants you to do. I said, God's got something he wants you to do. It might not be preaching from this pulpit, but I'm here to tell you that God has got something that He wants you to do. Turn to your neighbor and say, maybe you. Well, praise God. I guess I better close the Bible up, didn't I? Have I been long-winded, brother? Then I'll take what went wrong with this time and use it the next time next to preach. We love you all, church. Y'all are a great church. We have one of the greatest churches, believe me, right here. Rack is a fantastic church. I'm telling you, it's a glorious church. And this lady that's come to you tonight, hey, you look around you, these people will love you. Amen. They'll care for you. They'll stand with you and your problems and trouble. They'll be there with you. This man right here will preach to you the truth of God's word. Amen. He, he'll not only comfort you, but he will confront you with your, with your sins in your life. He'll be there. Hallelujah. Would you bow your heads for me, please? Precious Lord, God, I do realize, Lord, my inability. I do realize that. But dear God, this is what I feel like you talked to me about. Holding on, holding out. Amen. Just lasting for God. Holding tight to that which I've got. God, I've got the greatest gift that could ever be given. The baptism of the Holy Ghost. Yes, Lord, I'm going to hold tight. I'm going to hold tight, Lord. I shall not let anything, amen, hinder me. Amen. From coming before your throne one day. And you looking down at me and say, Larry Phillips, well done, thou good. Those are seven wonderful words that you must hear one day from the lips of the just man, Jesus Christ. Would you stand with me, please, tonight? Let's all come down toward the front, and let's just worship the Lord here. This is what this thing's all about. Come on. And when you get down here, why don't you turn to your neighbor and say something that would encourage them, okay?
Say some words that would encourage them some way. If nothing else, just tell them, hold on, hold out, hold fast, hold tight with all your might. Praise God. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and love the Lord right now, would you? Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. withdraw not thy hand. So he's saying, hold on. For he that feareth God shall come forth of them all. I tell you, when you fall in love with him, and when you grab hold of this truth, you hold on. If there's anything that you can hold on to in this life, it's the Lord. Bible says when I'm overwhelmed, lead me to the rock. Give me something solid I can hold on to. And let me tell you, you hold on to him and you will come forth of them all. 
There's a lot of people that start out in the race. But the ones that finish are the ones that hold on. The Bible says if we endure it to the end, Brother Larry, we're going to be saved. You are going to have to hold on to something. And it, it don't matter how, hey, listen, uh, it don't matter how fantastic they start, it's how you finish. <laughs> let me tell you, sometimes people start out and look like they got it all. But let me tell you, faithfulness, holding on, that's what's going to get you there. And so I'm thankful tonight to be reminded Hold fast to that that you have. I'm glad the Lord reminded us. You hold fast to what you got. Because there's all kind of things that will try to uh, snatch it from you in this world or try to kill it in your life. But you hold on. And you're going to make it all the way through. The Word says that it's a promise. And if God promised it, it, He can't lie. They that fear the Lord will come forth of them all. And that's what... You know, they used to say what separates the men and boys was a big thing. Well, what separates the saints and the rest of this world who fears the Lord, who's going to serve the Lord, who's going to live for Him. God's good in it. Before we go tonight, we're going to pray one more time. Do what we do here often. You, you've got to have, have somebody by the hand this time. So get somebody by the hand. And I want you to, we do this because we, as a reminder that you're not in this alone and just like that mama wouldn't let go of that boy we, we need to make you know promises like that we need to make our mind I'm not going to just let you go I'm going to hold on to you I'm going to do everything I can I'm going to pull for you I'm going to I'm going to fight for you I'm going to pray for you I'm going to uh, encourage you and lift you up so lift that hand beside you to heaven right now and let's pray one more time Lord we love you now and we thank you for knitting us together in love. Lord, I'm thankful tonight that you have made us one body, many members in one body. And Lord, just like the, these members are joined together, join us together, God. We're going to hold on to you, and we're going to hold on to one another. And God, we're going to see it through to the end. Lord, bless us now, and keep us now, and strengthen us now, and use us, Lord, to win this world. And use us, Lord, to encourage one another. God, we're going to praise you for it tonight. Hallelujah. Let me be an encourager to my brother or sister. Let me be an encourager, Lord, to the saints of God. Hallelujah. Oh, we're going to hold on. Sometimes you can't do nothing but just hold on till your answer gets there. Just hold on. That storm won't last always. Just hold on. Just hold on.
Sometimes all you can do is hold on. You know, get in the middle of a storm sometimes. You know, there's, there's people in this land. We've had hurricanes and storms, and they got caught in a place where they they didn't have a way out. They couldn't they couldn't didn't have a boat. They didn't have couldn't drive a car. You know, the place had been evacuated. They just got caught. They thought they could ride it out, and then the floods started coming. There's rising. They they got nowhere to go. They just keep moving up. Finally, they're just on the roof of the house and. There ain't nothing left to do but just hold on. Somebody's coming. Somebody knows you're there. Let me tell you, Jesus knows where you are. Jesus knows right where you are. So you just hold on. Because he'll always, he'll always come through. The Lord will come through for us. Praise God. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand tonight. What a great encouraging message. A reminder. And let me tell you. Especially to the, the older saints, younger a lot, but listen, young young people. If you want to, if you, if you admire your elders and you're like, man, I don't know how they hung in there so long. I'll tell you how they, they held on. Because if you think they didn't go through something, they, they did. But you know why that you still see them praising God in their later years, their elder years? It's because they, they got a hold of something. They said, I'm holding on. They used to say, are you... Are you yet holding on? <laughs> I'm yet holding on. Praise God. Praise the Lord. God's good to us. Don't forget uh, Saturday morning, um, all the, that are planning on going, if the weather permits, if it doesn't rain us out, we will be going to Washington Farms, and we're meeting there. Is that correct? And so we're going to be meeting there. What, 1030? 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock Saturday morning. If weather permits, we're going to Washington Farms at 11. Would love for everybody to come. Have a great day. Be, be a lot of fun if we don't get rained out. So if not, guess what? Sunday we'll all get together because we'll be inside right here having some church, worshiping the Lord, and seeing God do some great things. Invite somebody to church with you this weekend. Go have a great time. God bless you. You can be dismissed tonight in Jesus' name.